Welcome to No Picks After Dark, Baltimore Sun's best podcast of 2020, voted by you, the listeners. No Picks After Dark seeks to build a community based on human experience, storytelling, and conversation. Now your host, Aaron Dante. Celebrate this holiday season with Indie Wellness. Take time to slow down, enjoy a little moment, and make time for care of yourself and others. Visit your neighborhood sanctuary, Indie Wellness, for a luxurious experience for everybody. Treat yourself and a loved one with a massage, facial, or an entire day of pampering with our deluxe spa day packages, which include lunch from our neighbor, Fire and Rice. For more information on booking an appointment or purchasing gift cards, visit us at endowellness.com or call us at 443-438-4048. We look forward to welcoming you and your loved ones to our beautiful new space. Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Dante. Today, we have a very, very special guest. Uh, I haven't seen this person probably 20 plus years. 20 plus years, but uh, it's all good though, because I'm glad we got reconnected. There's some mutual friends out in California, uh, even though we live on the East Coast, this person lives on the West Coast. But without further ado, Miss Allison, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing good. Good, good. Hey, I'm so happy to have you on the show. To give people a real, real quick background, I've known Allison since wow, 1999, um, back in <laughs> Syracuse University at college. So it's been, a, it's been a while. It's been a while. There's some wild stories there I won't tell, but... <laughs> But just funny stories that uh, how we all know each other back in the day and whatnot. So, yeah, that's for a different podcast. That's a whole different podcast. It's definitely going to reconnect on that. But, uh, you know, um, I really appreciate you taking time out your day. So, let's talk about you. Let's, okay, you have something awesome going on right now. And that's why we have you on. Um, first, name the company which you have going on. And give a little background to the to listeners out there today. Sure, sure. I started a company in June called Shady Lady, and I basically found um, a niche in making women's trucker hats that and kids' trucker hats that I felt like weren't really out there in the marketplace. Nice, nice, nice. So give us a background. Like, I mean, where are you from? College? We established Syracuse, but this is, this is what you... Started become like a you know in real real like retail and things of that nature like to give us the background. Yeah, no, there was a long journey to get here. Um, I'm from Connecticut originally, and I'm actually back in Connecticut now. I lived in New York City for a while and LA for a while, and ended up uh, back here. But I started um, and yes, went to Syracuse, go Cuse, mm-hmm. and. I, my first, I call this like my act two, my first 15 years of my career, I was in TV production. So graduated from Syracuse um, in television, radio and film and started working right away in TV. And I uh, worked on a lot of shows I worked on, I'm going to date myself, but I worked on the Montel Williams show. That was like my first job at a college. (laughs) have a lot of stories from that too. That's a throwback. That's a definitely a throwback. You know, he's actually from Baltimore, actually. Oh, really? Is that Montel Williams? Yeah, Montel Williams. Yeah, bald head Montel Williams. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. 
Yeah, he's from Baltimore. <laughs> he's, he was an awesome, awesome guy. But that was my first job out of college. And then I ended up at MTV for a long time. I kind of landed there and grew, you know, really grew up there. I started as a production assistant there and then um, went, you know, on to be a producer and a segment producer and um, supervising producer and just kind of kept climbing up there and worked on my super sweet 16, Cribs, True Life, all that fun. I mean, it was honestly in my 20s, like the best possible work environment. It was amazing. I know this is a little bit off topic. <laughs> was it really their cribs or was it somebody else? Yeah, or did they just run a, run a crib out? I've heard. No, it was really, it was honestly, it was really their crib. It was okay. really their crib. I'd heard some stories that it wasn't really their crib. They just. <laughs> I mean, maybe some, but all the episodes that I worked on, it was definitely, definitely their home. That's awesome. So, so, I mean, your dream job out of college was TV production seems like, right? That's yeah. what, that's what you really wanted to be in, involved in. You were in your whole entire career. Yeah. Uh, and what all of a sudden, like, you're like, all right, I want to make a change in my life. Like what clicked? Cause something always happens to somebody like, you're like, you know what? I think I can do something. Like, I think I want to be my own boss. Like, I don't want to work for the man as much as I want to, but I want to do my own thing. Yeah. For me, it was having kids. So when I, you know, TV, I love, I love it. I still, you know, love it, but it was really a 24 seven job. And I ended up as a network executive at AMC in the height of Breaking Bad and Mad Men and Walking Dead. And it was really my dream job, but I was traveling constantly. You know, I was in New York at that point going back and forth to LA and I had a brand new baby and I was never seeing him. And, you know, you have to kind of, you know, for me, I felt like I had to make a choice. Like it was, you know, my career or, you know, or being the kind of mom that I wanted to be, which was being present with my kids. So, you know, it was a difficult, difficult choice, but I kind of decided at that point that if I was going to be spending so much time working and so much energy working and away from my kids, I wanted it to be for myself and on my own terms. Okay. So you're like, all right, I need to figure out something that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Around the industry, you're looking at me you have probably all the connections in the industry. If you want to stay in, in that industry, um, you did a total 180. Mm-hmm. You, you did something totally different from what you do nine to five. And I see it on your head, right, head right now. <laughs> um, what made you get into the hat game? Cause I mean, everybody's rocking hats now. So we always been, but again, what made you get into the, the hat hustle? I call it. So I knew that I wanted to start my own business and be my own boss, you know, and own my own thing. So I just kind of, you know, I feel like once you make that switch, once you kind of in your head say, okay, I want to start my own business, you just kind of think of things differently. You know, you're kind of looking for ideas and wherever, wherever you go. So I totally organically was looking for a hat for myself because, you know, I was so jealous. My husband just throws on a baseball hat looks put together, leaves the house, you know, when I was barely having time to wash my hair or do my hair every day, you know, at this point, I have two little kids that I'm trying to get out the door, get ready. And I felt like I could not find a baseball hat or a trucker hat for myself. You know, I was doing like winter hats in the winter, you know, there were like the straw hats in the summer, 
but I was like, I just want to throw on a baseball hat, you know, looked online, looked everywhere. I looked at Amazon, looked at Bloomingdale's, looked at Nordstrom, looked in boutiques around here. And I just could not, you know, find a women's just like fashionable baseball hat. I felt like they all had team names on them, which, you know, I'm not really that into teams and stuff where I'm going to wear it. Or they all said, you know, kind of cheesy things like mom life or hashtag local or, but you know, just stuff that I wasn't going to walk around wearing. And I was just kind of like, where are the just cute, fashionable baseball hats and trucker hats for women? Um, and I also found that they were all, you know, ones that were kind of made for women. They were all like you know, there's like stiff material, they weren't soft, and they just didn't fit right. You know, they still, my husband, like when he wears a baseball hat, or I feel like when men wear them, they like stop right above your ears. And the ones that even were made for women, they were still the same size as the men's hat. So they would like come down on your ears. You know, it's like awkward. Do my ears go in? Do they go out? Like, what do I do with that? They just were not right. And so I figured that if I was having this problem and other people, you know, other women might be having this problem too. And just kind of decided that maybe this was it. Maybe I should make them. So I always ask entrepreneurs this, um, when you started thinking this up and like, all right, I'm going to do this. How'd you start? Did you do like a vision board or something like that? Or did you write, did you have other, did you have family members that were entrepreneurs already? or friends that were entrepreneurs already that could help guide you or give you tidbits and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah, so one of the, well, the first thing I did was start just kind of designing, you know, it was just kind of sketching. Cause at that point I had in my head what I was looking for. So, you know, I just kind of started sketching designs, but I, you know, I have no fashion background. My family is not in fashion or retail. You know, I like, I just kind of decided I was going to do it and then had a, figure it out. But I had one of the first people I told was a friend, um, a local friend who had a store in town called Saltwater. Her name is Sarah. And so we went out for margaritas where, you know, all good ideas happen. And I told her what I was thinking of doing. And she, you know, I wanted to get her opinion being a local store owner. if She felt like this was something that was needed. And she loved the idea and said to me, you know, I will help you however you need. And so she was a great person the whole, you know, my whole year that I was designing and working with samples, she was a great person to be, you know, just showing her the stuff and shooting ideas around with and talking to about it. Um, so she was really helpful with that. And then the manufacturing piece of it was a whole other part of it that was all, this whole world that I just had no idea about. Um, so I have another friend, Randy, in town who has a business called Logo Concepts. So she you know, her business puts logos on different, you know, different hats and shirts and all that stuff. So she, I knew that she had a ton of hats, just like samples at her house. So the, one of the other first things I did was went to her house and just tried on a ton, you know, like a crap load of hats and just kind of was going through materials. I like what I don't like the fits that I like the measurements I like and all of that. And she um, kind of hooked me up with some of my first manufacturers that I was working with. Shout out to Sarah and shout out to Randy for the for for the for the for the help out there. Shout out to them. Hope yeah. you, and so you got that 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 is great information to hear because a lot of people when they start businesses don't know where to start. And 
I always tell people, I don't need to rewrite the wheel. The wheel's already been written. It's just, you got to figure out your own niche and you're finding your own niche in your own way. Um, one thing I did tell you before was I wanted to give you a shout out was seeing what you did with your hats. It inspired me to come out my hat line. Okay. Um, I'm ordering my hat for me when I get off this interview right now because I taking care of, but you have, so you have, and I studied and I, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I respect what you're doing and I like what you're doing. So I was like, let me see what she's doing. Maybe this can work trucker style for, for, for my audience. And I bought 10 of them. No, I bought 12. And I sold out of 12, like literally just like that. But I didn't even put it on the internet. But I just saw what you were doing. And I was like, that's a cool concept. I'm not going to, I can't. She has like the Fendi and Gucci hats. I got like, the, I got the regular Chevrolet, you know. <laughs> hats, you know, it's going to keep real. But um, uh, again, kudos to you because I copied off you what you were doing. And, you know, that's a flattery when people say, you know, they look at what you do. So I wanted to yeah. let you know. What you're doing, what you're doing is great. Keep on doing it. Oh, that. I love that. No, I love that you uh, that you did that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, you you know, I look at your prices point. I looked at what you, your stuff, what you're doing. I was like, I'm not as good as what she has. Well, we can <laughs> the price a little bit more. So, so uh, kudos to you. So, I guess you know, I always entrepreneurs. You start with your own money. That's mm-hmm. the case. Mm-hmm. Did you have any financial help from like any investors? Did you, are you doing a solo where you don't have to answer to anybody? Cause that's what I did with my podcast. I was like, I'm doing my own thing and I don't have to answer, answer, answer to anybody. Did you just like say, you know what? I'm going to take this leap of faith and risk and just dump money into it because I believe in my project. How did that thought and like the family, you know, your, your husband, you know, everybody else like, Hey, I'm about to do this. What was their response? You know, I have to say, they. God bless my husband, who, you know, is very supportive, also a Syracuse, Syracuse alum. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I he's used to me going to him with like crazy ideas. But, you know, the fact that I went to him out of nowhere and just said, you know, I'm going to make hats. And he said, OK, you know, is just I like my heart goes out to him. But, yeah, you know, I thought in the beginning about going to just family and friends to raise money. And then, you know, it just scared me because, well, either way, it's, you know, if God forbid, like I lost all of their money, I would feel awful. And, you know, I just felt like, and I talked to my husband about it, I'd rather just do it on my own because if I fail or if I succeed, you know, it's all me. It's all like, I can only blame myself or I can only, you know, reward myself. Like, it's just it's all on me. And it just felt better. You know, I thought about like having a partner, but I don't know. Yeah. I just, you know, I just wanted to be in control of it. Like as crazy as that is, I just wanted to, I wanted to be in control of it. I wanted to have the final say of it. I didn't want to be asking people permission for things. And, you know, so I gave myself, we took like a chunk of money out of our savings and I said, okay, this is, this is my pot to work with. And that's it. Like I'm not taking any more out of my savings and I'm just going to see what happens. Good for you. I mean, that's, again, you know, that's the risk because you believe in your passion project. You believe what you're doing. And that's what it's all about. And guess what? When you believe in, it's going to happen. Somebody, uh, somebody else is going to like what you like, what you're doing. So yeah. kudos to you. Like, again, I tell people it's a risk. You know, I mean, I didn't even know how to fill an LLC out. Yeah. I was doing all this stuff. And, you know, and it's like, why don't they teach us? You know, you remember how many crazy classes you take in college that are just, there's no point in taking them. Uh, like beer and wine appreciation? That was, yeah, that was, that was essential though. That was, <laughs> that was essential. I, I took that class too. 
Well, you know what I mean? Like think about like electives and you're like, it should be a mandatory class of how to open LLC and like take you through the whole process of a business. You know, I'm not saying not even being a business major, but just in general for people, you know? And so I, I, I get what you went through. It's, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, thanks God. I mean, thank God for Google. I feel like Google was my business school. Like I literally, you know, would just Google everything and it, you know, thank God it really taught me everything about it. Everything I learned, I learned on Google for business. I never lot about that. They have everything. Every, Google, Google, we had Google in college, it'd be over. <laughs> it'll be over. <laughs> oh, I'm like, okay, let me Google this, this assignment right. <laughs> so let's get into the concept, the ideas. You know, we talked a little bit about how you tried on hats and tried on different types of hats and whatnot. And then you, we briefly talked offline, but you said you went to a first, first manufacturer. I guess that'd be a trial and tribulation that you mm-hmm. went, went to a first hat person, what happened? And then it's normally not the first person, second person, third person, but how did you work out to figure out what's the right fit? Yes. So the first manufacturer I started working with, you know, they gave me a price, you know, to begin, you know, I kind of explained to them what I was trying to do, showed them, um, you know, my sketches and they said, okay, you know, like, you know, we can do the hats for this price. As we kind of were going through the process and they were making samples, that price kept going up, 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 up to the point where I was like, I, you know, I can't, I just, I don't have the money. I can't pay this much per hat. And so at that point, you know, it's, it sucked because we were pretty far down the line, but I had to look at changing manufacturers because I just knew that it, you know, I wasn't going to be able to afford it. Um, So I was talking to you know, it's so, it's so funny. Like it pays to just keep talking to people, people that you don't even think have connections in any of this. So I was talking to a former boss of mine in TV and, you know, just telling her about the process. And she said, Oh, you know, I think I, my friend's boyfriend, you know, is a manufacturer and kind of works with different companies. So then I started talking to him and he was great. And that's who I work with today. So I sent him all my sketches, told him, you know, at this point I had learned, I kind of need to tell the factories, this is my price. You know, like I need to hit this price, which I had learned from my previous experience. So went into it saying, you know, this is my price. This is my, these are my designs, take it or leave it. And they, and they took it and they ran with it. And you know, but I still had to go through samples, you know, so the first sample that they sent me was God awful. And I was like, are we ever going to get there? You know, because if I'm putting my name on something and my company's name on something, it's going to be exactly how I want it to be. So, you know, I was like dreading it and thinking that we were never going to get there. And it took around, you know, three to four samples and changing measurements by like a quarter of an inch and changing colors like slightly and you know, but we, we got there and he worked with me and it was, and it was great. And I still, you know, like that loyalty means so much to me because he really worked with me at the beginning when this could have been like a one run, you know, one run and done situation. And he stuck with me and now, you know, we're reordering and, you know, ordering a lot more hats. And so, so it was worth it, but, you know, so I'm loyal to him too, but he was great and we got it where we wanted it. That's a beautiful thing. I like hearing that. That's a lot of trials because that's a lot. <laughs> but it's cool that you used your form, your work experience from the past about negotiating. Mm-hmm. Because that all comes in handy, 
when you have business. Business is business at the end of the day. It doesn't matter if you're selling a pilot, TV pilot, or you're making, buying hats or whatever. It is what it is. It's business, you know? Totally. And have you learned just, or you already had that in your mind? It's not personal. It's just business. It's kind of it's cliche, but I'm learning that more and more with what I'm doing also. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just business. There's nothing. Don't take it to offense. Don't take it to heart. Um, it just happens. No. And I, you know, there's a quote, cause of course I listen to and read, you know, a lot of business books and, you know, along with Google, that's my business school. And, you know, there's a quote that says like, don't stop before the miracle happens. And I really take that to heart because I, you know, every single successful business that you listen to the backstory, there were times when it failed and when it could have failed and when, you know, that entrepreneur could have easily just walked away. And so many of them probably do, and you would never have the success story. So I really feel like 70 to 80% of it is to just keep going, you know, because one no, one day is going to be, you know, can turn into something amazing and amazing. Yes. The next day. And you just have to keep, keep going. This portion of the episode is sponsored by found studio shop. Looking for unique gifts curated by an artist? Shop online at Found Studio Shop. Explore our delightful selection of jewelry, ceramics, stationery, cards, and holiday decor. Or pamper yourself or your loved ones with candles, gift boxes, and locally made bath and body products. All of this and more is available for shipping or local pickup at Red Canoe Cafe. Browse whenever the mood strikes at foundstudioshop.com. So tell us a story. So you we 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 you find the design, you got the hats. All right. Yeah. You're like, God, what you like? So what do you go? What, what do you what do you go from here? I mean, you can hustle it online, like we were joking about IG, but you're like, all right, we, we gotta make this money back. I just took out my savings. We gotta we gotta pump this up and marketing and all this stuff. So what was your train of thought once you got the design and hats you wanted? What was your next move? I mean, so I knew. You know, it's so funny because I remember driving my dad and I drove down to Queens to pick up all the hats. And, you know, we had like thousands of hats in, you know, the trunk of like my car and I get them home and I'm like, okay, you know, now it's time to sell them. Um, I knew, you know, I set up a website. So before the hats came, I set up a website, I set up Instagram. I had been talking about it to all my friends and family. So you know, I knew that I would at least have like, when I launched, you know, people knew and people were waiting. So definitely the first, you know, the first round, the early summer was all friends and family and they were awesome. You know, they bought a lot of hats and then a lot of word of mouth started happening, you know, so friends would be wearing them and people would ask where they got it from. And a friend would say, oh, you know, my friend just ordered. And, you know, it just kind of all, I have to say over the summer was super busy just with word of mouth and Instagram and, um, and my website. And then, you know, the fall came and it kind of slowed down a little bit. And I said, you know, okay, now we have to figure out what to do. So I started emailing stores, you know, local stores, stores around here. And I had to do something else. You know, I had to, I had to get out there. And so I literally just took a bag of samples and started going from store to store uh, around the surrounding towns around here. And every single time that I went into a store and the owner was there and I could talk to the owner, they like bought them on the spot, like 99% of the time. All right. So you know, you got to tell us what is the, what is the pitch? What is the pitch? <laughs> something here what do you I mean 
like it's like random Joe Smo comes into my into my store and says, "Hey, I got some hats to sell to you. They're very nice." Fit. I mean, I know you didn't say it like that, but again, <laughs> what like what distinguishes your hats from other people's hats? That, that and that's what I guess what I'm asking. Yes. I mean, I really do feel like they fill a niche in women's accessories that isn't there. So, you know, going into these stores, of course, I have the samples with me. I also feel like once people, once I get them in front of people and they see, you know, how cute they are and they try them on, they're into it. But, you know, I go in there and I say, you know, my whole story, like this really came from me finding a hole in the market. I was someone who was looking for this, who was looking for, you know, a cute, fashionable, women's trucker hat that actually fit my head correctly and it was not out there and this is it you know this is what I came this is what I came up with so I think just going in there you know and showing stores that you really don't have this in your store and that there is a desire and a want for it um you know it's kind of a no-brainer once you do that now I read in that you say you you give back yes so explain that story to us with the giving giving back with the hats and whatnot Yes. So I, I knew no matter what company I started that I would want to give back in some way. Um, that's just a part of who I am. You know, my dad always says, you know, to leave the world a better place than how you found it and everything that you do. And I just have taken that to heart. So I knew I would want to give back. Um, you know, I live in a beach town where we are at the beach all summer. My kids play at the beach. I drink with friends at the beach. You know, it's just such a backbone of, um, of our life. And I just strongly felt that it just all fit in, you know, my love of the beach, the hats are, you know, they're year round, but you know, it is kind of a summer beachy item. And so I decided that I thought it would be perfect that we would give back to help clean up the beaches. So a percentage of our profits every year, um, will go to cleaning up the beaches. That's awesome. I, I like that. That that definitely is a, is a great cause. So right now, how many stores are you in right now? Just in the, the region? So right now we are in um, probably around 20 stores, around 20 stores all over the tri-state area. So New Jersey, we're in stores in the Hamptons, we're in stores in New York City, Connecticut, Westchester, all around here. And how many employees do you have? Uh, that would be, well, do you count my kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. That's not totally right. They, 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 they earn their keep. <laughs> they do. They love packing hats. Um, you know, my husband is kind of my IT. He does all of my, it's really a family affair right now. Now, did, now I will tell you, um, and I want to know how, just curious how you figured it out. When you do the shipping, you do, you ship me shipping from your house, obviously. Mm-hmm. Did you figure out like the pricing and call it the cost of hats and shipping and have your own sticker? Cause I didn't realize until I started selling merch, post office is expensive. Oh like, yeah. Like I really, it's funny. I never really mailed anything. <laughs> like, maybe a letter maybe, but uh, I've never really mailed anything until I started selling merch. And I'm like, $15, what? They better come up. I'll wait for them to come visit me for this. I'm not going to send this to them. No. I know, I know, I know. It's, yeah, you realize how much it adds up. Um, And my website is all free shipping because 
you know, I know me as a consumer, like if I, if it's not free shipping, I won't do it. I'll just go to Amazon, which we're also, the hats are also on Amazon. So, you know, I just feel like in this day and age, you have to do free shipping. So what I do is I add shipping into the price. So that's what I do. Yeah. I say that, and kind of, it's funny you say that because I was talking with so many friends are like, just put the regular price, just put the price is going to be, and that includes shipping people. Yeah. People don't want is 30 plus 799. They don't want to see that. They just want to see the one price and be sold and be done with it. Yeah. No, that's how I am. If I go to order something and I see that shipping is even like $3, it's just at a principle. Right. You feel like you're getting nothing for those $3. Right. So, right. but you know, but if the product was $3 more, I wouldn't even think yeah. twice. Right. It's psychological how these things work is it's crazy. So mm-hmm. Where do you see your, I mean, your business going? I mean, the holidays are coming up. This is, this, that's why I'm happy we got you on because we really want to push the holidays. What do you see like holiday orders? How are you keeping up with, with companies and stuff of that nature? Yeah. I mean, holiday time is great. And, you know, so many, we have a few designs that have been doing so great for the fall and winter, you know, that are totally not summer themed, um, like the camo with the peace sign. You know, I have like a leopard hat that people are loving for the fall and winter. And holiday, there's, it's so much fun because there's so many um, you know, holiday gift guides that we've been in and Black Friday deals that we're doing and um, you know, just different giveaways that we're doing. So it's a really, really fun, fun time. And then you know, beyond holidays, we're coming out with, for spring uh, 2021, we're coming out with a line of beach hats called Shady Beach. Because I, you know, I've always said, like, I'm never going to do a product unless I feel like I can really make it better. And I feel like beach hats is another area that I can really improve. We're going to make them adjustable, you know, so they don't fly off your head in the wind. Um, You know, we're going to make a brim that's not too floppy so you can't see where you're going. You know, just different things that I, as a consumer, um, wanted to fix with beach hats. So we're doing that. And then... We're also looking to get into more stores and bigger stores. You know, all the stores that we're in is because I was able to physically walk in there. And of course I can't do that, you know, all over the United States, although I wish I could, but um, especially right now I can't. So we're looking and talking to some retailers, some much bigger retailers about getting in their stores. That's awesome. That is awesome. I, I You know, one thing I do like, and you they're looking for a product that is a good product, not just some regular everyday product. Um, and that's, it's funny because a lot of people have asked me, like, like you're, my hoodies are pretty expensive. And I said, well, you know, not, and it's not knocking anybody who shops off Teespring or anything. <laughs> that product you're getting in is just a regular product you can get at anywhere, any Joe Schmo store. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a vendor in Georgia. That's who I deal with. And like yeah. you said, loyalty, they have helped me out. They send, and everybody who's bought the hoodie is like, this feels like I'm wearing a blanket. Like, that, that's my whole point. Yeah. You want to be different. You cheer, and like your hats, your hats are different. You choose to be different. You want to be special, unique. And that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're putting your name on something and it's yours, like you better be so proud of it and stand behind it and feel so good about it. So I do. And I know you do too. Got to. And I'm so happy that you have, I'm so happy what you have going on. It's amazing that, you know, you get a hat line going on. I'm so happy that you had time to come out your data, just have an interview and talk about this and, you know, share your story because I'm sure there's so many people who out here 
who want to be entrepreneurs, who want to start merchandising and things of that nature. And they need to hear these stories. I think it's very important for the public to hear these type of things, the things that you've gone through and research and Google. You can't, you can't, you can't go wrong Google at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Just Google it. But really, you know, I, I strongly believe that anyone who wants to be an entrepreneur, anyone, you know, now is a great time. Like there is so much, there's so many resources online. There's so much, um, you know, building your own website is so much easier now. You know, if you want to do it, it's, it's really, it's never been easier. I feel like to kind of start your own business, if that's your passion. Now we'll re- let's rewind real quick. So I missed something. COVID, when COVID happened, were you a little nervous about that? Because I know COVID, the world slowed down. That, I mean, it's a, it's a positive thing and a negative thing. I've always told people that I would talk to is that if you're going to do anything right now, do it during COVID. Mm-hmm. The world has stopped. Yeah. That's what people pay attention a little bit longer now because COVID. Now, once the world start back, starts back up again, it's a little bit harder to get those people's attention again. So what happened with COVID with you and your brand? Did, were you nervous that you were like, this isn't the right time. This is terrible. Like, how did you get yourself to get through that? Because I know you said you, sales were good, but how did you convince yourself to make it like to push? Yeah. I mean, you know, right before the hats were shipped, my manufacturer, you know, who I was working with said to me, it's, you know, it's COVID. Do you still want to go forward? And I definitely had that moment of, you know, what am I doing? Like everyone, you know, the world is in chaos. What am I doing starting a business right now? But I just... I was like, you know what, there's there's never a perfect time. And I felt like I just had to do it and just see what happened. And it ended up, you know, it ended up working. I mean, first of all, I started marketing them as covering up your roots, you know, because at the point that they came, hair salons weren't open and like people needed something, you know, to cover up their roots. So it worked for that. And I felt like it was an item Yes, you know, it's a little bit of a luxury item, but it's still at a very reasonable price point where somebody could get it and it just makes them feel a little bit better. You know, you can get it online and it just brightens your day a little bit. So, you know, I felt like it was a good, it was a good item for that and for, you know, for the time. Nice, nice, nice. So I think my, I think my son's in the background soundtrack, if you hear him. Well, he wanted to be a part of the episode. So. <laughs> This is we're gonna do. We're gonna do rapid fire. This is one of the fun things I do at the end of my show. Uh, I like to get people uh, show different different sides of them. And, you know, all right. So, what inspires you every day? Um, definitely my kids. Definitely my kids, and having my kids watch what I'm doing. You know, you don't think that they're really paying attention, but they're paying attention. You know, my son now, who's seven, draws me hat designs. You know, and tells me that this should be my next hat. You know, so. I love that they're seeing that I'm starting something from scratch, you know, and how that's going. Who's your favorite author? That's tough. I don't know that I have one favorite author. Author, I read a ton of autobiographies. I find people's lives so much more fascinating than fiction. So I'm just always reading autobiographies. I don't care who you are. I just want to read about your life. All right. So now this is, this is going back to your MTV roots here. Your favorite music group? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be classic. I'm gonna say of all time the Beatles, just because of everything they've done. But you know, I love like some '90s Spice Girls, you know, Madonna situation as well. 
<laughs> nice, nice. Best brunch meal where you live? You know, probably, I mean, just in general, anything with bacon. I'm like, if any brunch meal has bacon, I'm I'm all set. I'm good. Flat or drums? This is always a, this is always a mystery question. Nobody knows what it is. Does anyone say drums though? I mean, I know what it is and I totally think flats. <laughs> I don't know anyone who would say drums. You know, <laughs> I asked somebody yesterday tell me that. I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> What do you got? Come on. <laughs> I'm like, they didn't, they didn't know. I'm like, listen, if I can get all flats, it'd be awesome. It doesn't happen. Oh, oh we ask for it. You need to ask. They'll do it. Yeah, I, I like flats. Okay, hold up. Here's here's other, here's a big one, though. You got to make sure. You can be totally blue cheese or ranch. Oh, blue cheese, 100%. Okay, there we go. Here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love you blue cheese and wings. Your <laughs> city to visit. Uh, LA. My heart is still in LA. I love it. Love it. Love it out there. Which hat is your favorite? That's, you know, that's like asking me which kid is my favorite. Like they are all my babies, but I do this one that I'm wearing. That's the camo with the peace sign was my first design. So I feel like for that reason, it has a special place in my heart, but they all, I mean, as soon as I get and design and get a new one, it's my new favorite because it's, you know, it's a new, new shiny thing. All right. So this wasn't on the, on the question sheet, your favorite TV show that you worked on. <sighs> Definitely my super sweet 16. That was the best. I mean, I was going to all those parties, you know, and filming at all those parties, you know, I mean, I have stories of like all the performers, like Snoop Dogg was like blowing pot smoke in my face while I'm filming him and, you know, on stage and I'm just like, I'm getting paid for this. You know, that was, that was definitely my favorite, favorite job. I'm not sure that I'll be able to top that one. Nice. Nice. <laughs> What's the best advice you have ever received? Um, the best advice I'd ever received, you know, probably, and this is like, that everything is figure outable, which is a total made up word, but it really helps me when I hit a roadblock and it's just, everything is figure outable. You could figure anything out. You just have to keep going and keep searching and you'll figure it out. There's, you know, there's nothing that's too, too hard. Nice. Nice. So tell people your contact info, uh, the social media, are you on TikTok? Are you on reels? I don't know all that. I know. I'm not that cool. So definitely, you know, you can find Shady Lady Hats on Amazon. Go to my website, which is shopshadylady.com. Um, and on Instagram, it's um, at shop underscore Shady Lady. And those are, you know, the best places to find to find the hats and to find me and follow along. That's awesome. I mean, you have you got to follow their page. She has people in Italy wearing their hats and uh -huh. all over the U.S. and whatnot. It was just so funny. Again, our good friend Kelly, a uh, mutual friend who was like, hey, you got to check her out. She's making these hats. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay. You know, I'll get to it. And she's like, are you going to hit her up? I'm like, everything is for a reason. I, I was like, I don't want to. And I, and she was like, right now, I was like, because what's better, me interviewing her in the middle of the hot summer or interviewing her during holiday time when people spend money? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. So again, I'm so appreciative that you took time out your day. I know you're busy doing your thing and whatnot. And 
you know, slinging hats. I'm gonna buy me a hat. As soon as I get off here, I'm gonna hit send. Where the hat? So when I put this, out, I put this out. How long, now? What's the what's the return? How long does it take for shipping? So so the people know how long it takes to shipping. Oh, I mean, I ship them out. You know, the same day you order or the next day, and you get them within you know two to three days at the at the latest. That means if I ship them today, I'll have when I do my picture, I'll have it hat with me. I do that. That's right. That's right. I will do yours today. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And again, thank you so much for taking time out your day. It's been a blessing. And we now wishing you nothing but the best. I also what I'm going to do is I'm going to hit up, uh, his name is John. He's with Syracuse University. He does high, he highlights a lot of alumni. Oh, that's awesome. I was on his podcast also. I'm going to try to get him in contact with you. So, you know, he can talk about your story and what you got going on. Thank so you. cool. He talks about talk alumni. So I've been on his show about the podcast things of that nature so definitely be a good another person that he's always looking for great stories and whatnot yeah that's awesome i would love that thank you i love this alumni helping alumni it's all about i appreciate it <laughs> folks thank you so much for listening love peace and happiness and happy holidays we're out <laughs>